0: Welcome to the Signal Line remote viewing podcast, a podcast owned and run by Daz Smith from remoteviewed.com, the resource for everything remote viewing. This podcast is dedicated to sharing remote viewing related interviews, views, news, resources, and much more.
1: No, it's public. I'll, I'll send yeah. you the link. I'll, I'll post yeah. it here.
2: Yeah, post it. Yes, please. Thank you.
1: Please
2: leave a message
3: yeah, so just bear with us. And yeah, we're just going to have to have a chat until then, I'm I'm afraid, guys. Um, see what happens here. Uh, I've sent Joe a couple of emails as well. In the no chat, Did
2: you have any messages. At the moment. Hi Angela. Angela Ford. Hello.
4: I can't. I'm now I'm off. Who is that?
2: It's Jimmy James from upstate New York.
4: How are you doing,
2: sweetheart? Good. Good. Exciting day today.
4: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bug, bug out and come back in. I lost my picture. <laughs> Oh, here I am. Hi. How are you?
2: Good. My wife's here. Hi Angela. <laughs> I
4: better be sure. What were you doing? Good.
2: It'll be a good day, Angela.
4: <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Maybe,
2: maybe you want to tell that story about when you guys were in Russia, about how you and Joe <laughs> yeah. and Dr. May saw that funny piece of art.
4: <laughs> you know what? Joe wasn't with us in Russia. He didn't go? He was invited, but he wasn't feeling well. So he did did not go. But he was at my he waited for us. He drove to my house after the Russia trip and him and they stayed here a couple of days. Yeah. He couldn't make the trip because of his back.
2: Now, did you see that piece of art I heard so much about in Russia? The one in the river.
4: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yes!
2: Yes! Yeah. Doctor May was laughing hysterical, telling me that story. Why was he? Yeah, I well, why was he laughing about it? He said it was the ugliest piece of art he's ever seen in his life. That's
4: right. <laughs> we did see it. It is ugly. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Joe's been to Russia with Ed before. Joe has been to Russia before with Ed.
2: Right. He told me that.
4: But he didn't go on the trip that they had that, you know, conference for us. So Ed and I went.
5: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the significance of the artwork in relationship to RV? What was it?
4: Nothing. It was just an ugly statue that stood near the river, and it was just uh, nothing at all.
5: Okay. Good to see you, Angela.
4: Nice to see you.
5: This is such a wide spectrum of people here. Great. People from all over the world. This is very special, Dad. Thank you for doing this.
4: Is Mike Austin, uh, is he signed on? Mike Austin, is he signed on?
3: Um, no. No. No, it doesn't look like it on the list, now. Good to
5: see you, Dundee. I've I've spoken to you through Facebook so many times and I've never seen your face. It's great. Oh no, it's good to see you as well. How are you doing? Yeah. Um, it's lunchtime in Los Angeles, so I got hungry. I had the everything's great here.
1: Okay, good cool. weather.
5: I haven't died from COVID, then, guy. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around at the moment. I hope we will get out of it at some point, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, how is it in London with COVID? pretty much with, with the status everybody I heard dad say 50% of the people will wear a mask and the other 50% won't and I'd say that's probably the same thing as here it's about the same it's about the same over here as well yeah yeah a lot of conspiracy theorists um about the same in the U.S. as well yeah absolutely yeah it's, that's crazy You know, RV is kind of fringy, so it it kind of upsets me when I see uh, fringy comments about COVID within our community. It -hmm. it bugs me because, I mean, I don't really see any conspiracy. Okay. There's nothing fringy about RV? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, you're right. There shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. No, shouldn't be. Hello, Len. Hi, how are you? Uh, I have family coming in just very soon, so I may drop out, but I'll be recording. Good to see you. Good
6: to Good see, to see you. you, Lynn. Hi.
5: Yeah. It's thanks time for
6: the over in you, Hi.
3: Thanks for the chat last week, Lynn. That was the uh, that's become one of the most popular chats so far.
6: Oh, really? Good. Yeah. Thank you. That...
5: We should acknowledge that Lynn is here. We have more RV royalty.
4: <laughs> Hi, Lynn. Hi,
6: Lynn. Hey. Hi, Lynn.
5: Hi, PJ. I can see you.
6: Did she make it in? I didn't see. Hi, PJ.
5: He's definitely First there. One. Yeah. Connor's here.
6: Hey, Hi, yeah, lots of people. I'm so happy to see Richard and Sanden. yeah, it's good to Hi, see all you. Hi. How are you? Are you all right? Hello. Sorry I'm late. Hi.
3: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's still nothing at the moment. I'm wondering if there's definitely a time difference problem here uh, in the translation. So has anyone got any good RV that projects that they've been working on lately? I know Brett's doing. I'm going to call Joe. Hold on. Excellent. Thank you.
6: Well, since you're asking Daz, it's not exactly RV, but I am collecting case studies on animal size. So if anybody's had any like really interesting experiences with animals, um, email me or message me and, uh, because that kind of that used to be a thing that was studied and now it's a little bit less so so any species any it doesn't have to be a mammal see anything where you've um had some kind of connection or observed something that would you know fall in the category of what please let me know
3: yeah if you could add your uh, contact details in the in the chat window i'll i'll make sure everyone sees them and i'll add them to the video once we upload that as well so people can talk, contact you after the fact.
7: Definitely happened to me. I've had, Tam- had some issues. Sorry. Yeah, Tamra I've had some issues. Just co- issues. Go
8: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just coincidentally, Tamra, I saw on Facebook that Rupert Sheldrake was collecting information that like that last lucidity before pets or animals died. It was quite, there was a lot of sort of comments on there that were
6: really beautiful and really interesting to see. I Just recently on his back. page? Yeah, I thought about a day or two ago. Oh, I'll look over. Okay, thank you. I've been discussing it with the Ryan Institute researchers group. We meet each week, and um, I didn't know Rupert was doing something right now. I mean, he has in the past, so good to know. Thank you. Hmm.
3: So anything else interesting anyone's working on right now?
1: as far as projects the latin american thing we decided to go one year yeah. so now we're at week 10 this is week 10 still and it's pretty cool because the 10 people or 14 however many they are participating uh, at least three or four of them are doing way better than i ever did in my first four years i would say so it's it's nice it's cool to see and we're doing everything in spanish so the idea is that when we're done we have a, a body of work that we can offer to people that speak spanish today i'm supposed to be translating ingo's book everybody's guide to natural esp and it's coming along but there's a lot of work you know with the translation thing but it's really really amazing thing to see and they eat it up the people in latin america like there's 200 people at the door that want to come in they just there's a real strong interest for it down there So that's about it. Excellent.
3: Well, I shared some details with Tunde. I've been working on a a project uh, for two months now. Some of the people in this this group have been working on it. I've been trying to do a, a test ARV project with ideograms, and it came from an idea we actually had on chat. We were talking about ideograms one night, and it kind of came to me, why don't we use ideograms for ARV? I've run two tests right now. Um, and both tests have been really accurate in predicting uh outcomes in ARV using ideograms. And the most beneficial thing I'm finding from it is it takes the remote viewers literally a minute to do a session, RV session with you know two or three ideograms. And as an analyst, it takes me less than a minute to analyze each RV session as well. So it's super fast to do. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, it's still already. Uh, it's only on the second trial, just about to do the third. So you know, we need a good bunch under our belt to see if if it's really valid. But it's looking good so far.
4: I couldn't find. Did, did Joe sign on? Oh. Hmm.
3: Um, not that I can see.
4: Okay, let me try another number. I tried the best number to call him on, but I've got some other numbers. Let me try those, okay?
3: Okay, thank you, Angela. I can try calling him, too.
5: Yeah, Dan is uh, using ideograms for ARV has yes. worked in the past, it works very well. You know, if, if a person gets their ideograms right, you know, gets make them dependable, it works real
3: really well yeah yeah that's what i'm finding so far um yeah two trials done done really well uh and it's re- yeah as a project manager when you're analyzing uh 10 or more rv sessions it's 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 much easier when you're just doing a page of ideograms per per viewer rather than you know 10 pages of <laughs> sessions yeah much easier let
7: me check my Something email saying that Something in that line, Daz, that I know I've mentioned to you before, for the past six months, I've been working with uh, some pretty cool programmers and artificial intelligence coders that uh, were working on AI being able to score remote viewing sessions to an actual feedback photo. And so it's basically Mm -hmm. kind of leveraging machine learning to see if you can figure out when is a session good, when is it bad, and have kind of an independent way to judge session work so in the future whether it's unitary or uh or binary or even just something like you know doing ideograms we're about two months out from actually having the first beta version of that available but i'll probably have more to share with the public later but yeah no there's there's some cool stuff coming towards the end of the year uh with ai and rv Greg, did you want to share a little bit
3: about how your arv is doing as well because you're doing really well on that at the moment aren't you getting uh quite high results
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, probably at the end of the year, I'll put all the results together at the moment, but I mean, just in the Discord, the remote viewing Discord, uh, you know, I share most of that stuff that I'm doing daily, but uh, I mean, I'm just doing binary ARV with the method that I've kind of refined over the past three years, and I have, God, I don't even know now, like thousands of sessions at this point, and accuracy is like, it's over 70% in that over like last thousand sessions, so I'm using a lot of ERV too, though uh, to help out with what to do an ARV session on. And, uh, I know a lot of people, <laughs> some of the, some of the people took, uh, that uh, spiritual advice as you know, I said, here's some session work and made a decent amount of money themselves in the, uh, remote viewing discord too with that data. So yeah, it's, uh, it's going really well, actually it's going really well. So I'll have probably presentations on that towards the end of the year as well, probably to kind of coincide with, uh, the big AI, uh, public, you know, free platform that I'm launching too. So yeah. more coming soon.
3: Yeah, great. We're up, Brett. Oh. Just letting a few more people in here, guys. Yeah, sorry about the wait, guys. Um I thought we had the dang, uh, the time dang pat on this one. Um sometimes this happens though with the uh translations of time. Uh so I've got a question. Um, do you know when the next edition of Eight Martinis is coming out? Uh I literally started it this week. Um, but because I've been on kind of on oh. holiday most this week, it's not fully done, but probably okay. Um, I would say by the end, because it has to be edited as well. So probably by the end of September, hopefully.
7: Okay.
3: Yeah. Do you need articles for it? Not for this one, because it's uh, unless you have something uh, that none of us have seen before or something really good on the moon or Mars, because it's moon and Mars only on this one. I have quite a lot of uh, Ingo stuff that's going in, probably about... 50, 60 pages of of Ingo stuff going in so far. So it's a it's a transcript of one of his uh, moon remote viewing sessions that's not been released yet, and a couple of articles that f- he wrote, yeah. which I think are seminal articles on remote viewing and UFOs for Fake Magazine in the mid nineties. And they've given me permission to to uh, to redo redo those as well and show those.
2: Yes, a heads
6: up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
3: should be should be very interesting we ha- we do have a couple of our articles in there as well so it should be should be around about 100 110 pages in in total
6: i'm really <laughs> looking forward to that transcript to um, you know for the the verbal the you know the way it's done I, i'm excited about that
3: it's, so it's interesting I, I did present it recently to um well parts of it to the APP group uh, right some, summary of the data I think I think you might have attended that one
6: maybe but it's it's Bob right and I just adored him and
3: yeah I think Bob, um i think, I think Bob be- was a catalyst for ingo doing a lot more uh UFO et research than than he was interested in in, in the beginning uh, yeah. Bob, Bob durant was a very avid uh UFO researcher especially after having a his own UFO encounter yeah
4: mm-hmm.
9: Um, while we're waiting, here's a question. Uh, Naim um, posted a really interesting video on drawing, and uh, on the Discord channel, and he has a you know he's a visual artist and he has a unique take on it. And I suggested to him that if you were interested, Daz, he could do a Daz chat on that, and Deborah and I could uh, do a presentation on our chapter, which has tons of examples of. Uh, everybody in the communities uh, who submitted stuff that we used uh, sessions and also sort of categorizing the different kinds of drawings and Naeem has a whole theory about that too. So would you be up for that? If yeah, yeah. So, sounds okay. really interesting. I think it would. Yeah, it hasn't really been covered the, the way he does and, and also the way we do. So that, that would be good. Okay.
3: Yeah, we'll have to just schedule one in.
10: Hey. Hey, John. Just wanted to say that it, it, it's your fault in a good way. I'm expecting that book to come into my mail, and I'm counting the days so that it's delivered. But lo- really looking forward for it.
9: I didn't catch all of that, but I take it you ordered the book, and it's going to come soon. Something Absolutely. Like I okay. could not
10: take a book on the digital format. It's not the same thing.
9: I really yeah, love yeah. them
10: physical, and when, when that was published, I, I said, Needs to be here to have, as soon as possible. You have to have strong
9: hands to hold it, though. It's it's bigger than Jeff Mishlove's book, which is you know outsized. But uh yeah, we're at forty thousand now his sales on Amazon. We're in the top forty thousand. So keep up the keep up the purchases. We like that. Absolutely.
8: That's
9: wonderful. That's great, John. It's not Can too you bad. Hear me yeah, then? yeah, because my other me? book's like in the top four hundred thousand. So this one is way up there. <laughs> How many pages is it, John? About
5: 724.
6: Wow. Impressive. Hey, Mark. Now, Daz, if Joe shows up at nine tonight, his time, will you be here?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I doubt that very much. I I do like to stay online for a long time, but that might be a a little bit too far even for me.
0: Daz, does the crypto viewing... uh debriefs mm-hmm. we we do them it's like afternoon my time it's like uh, test yeah. gets up at th- what 3 a.m yeah. and does like long yeah. deep. Debr- Boy, i'd what? be
4: doing ZRV
2: at 3
0: a.m <laughs> yeah i i gotta hand it to you daz you i we should we should change some of those times at least once or twice a month for you make the other people stay up late <laughs>
6: You There's know your about. dedication oh, uh, your please,
3: and thank you yeah that's okay it's all it's all good fun and it's great to see you all here this evening It's a fantastic group of people hopefully we'll have a you know and we are sharing lots as it is so you know it's great just to see everyone along and dick uh, our uh, our latest uh, material has been a hot topic of conversation on the on the reddit forum I have to be oh honest. man
0: i you know it is what it is we just put it out and we're not trying to say the sky is falling but we all got that so we'll see what happens i uh you know it could be something like they blow up an arms depot in afghanistan that would be a big bomb that would make a mushroom cloud
3: yeah that's that's what we were talking that's what we were just discussing i wonder if you know because we got a lot of people here and they might not know what we're talking about if we could give them a little overview of of what we kind of Okay, let me
0: uh, let me do a screen share and I'll show you so every month at crypto viewing we do a look ahead of what we think the top news is going to be for the upcoming month and we have some pretty good success so we publish it uh, in the for our subscribers and we uh, then we go ahead and watch so, I we were doing the debrief this week and I came on and and the other viewers were chatting. They were all going, oh my God, you saw that? Yeah, I saw that. And I said, what are you talking about? And they said, the mushroom cloud, let me do a screen share. And so that on the left is what Daz saw. The one down here on the bottom is Edward Reardon. And this is the one I saw. And it wasn't just that we saw that, it was it just came at us. Well, Daz, you tell how strong it was for you.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, really strong for you. Me. I mean, I did two sessions on it, and uh, in the first one, I thought, I, you know, I thought, what the heck is this? I don't usually get visuals like this, and, you know, something so destructive uh, and so big. And uh, yeah, and it was so negative the entire RV session. So I, I pretty much binned it. And then came back to it three days later, thinking, right, here I am going to look at the news. I'm going to get all the great news for September. And bang, you know, the second session, just all it was was this dark, dooming, gloomy kind of mushroom cloudy type event. Um, So Edward,
0: Edward Reardon was in the shower getting ready to do a session, closed his eyes and saw his. I do my. My. My targets as kind of an ERV the the not no, normally I do it straight paper and pen but the news events I do more ERV so I targeted NFE like near future event 9-21 and I do a cool down and listening to theta and it, it takes me 10-15 minutes to get into it and images start popping up and I make notes and I get ideas this one I close my eyes and I boom I saw the mushroom cloud so Maybe somebody was running an experiment trying to see if they could like, let's say, let's make them all see a mushroom cloud. Let's, let's uh, hijack their session. Or maybe there will be something in the middle East where they blow up an arms Depot or maybe something else. We just, we'll wait and see. Um, I give this a three month shelf life. So.
5: And what was the tasking? What are we talking
0: about? We are trying to every month. We do these are the top news stories that we're uh-huh. going to talk. so top news stories for the coming month. Uh, and I'll I'll show you some of the Edward Reardon had an amazing uh in June.
2: Hey, how you doing?
0: No, July, he said there's gonna be a Katrina like event on the Gulf Coast where uh, big water event. Power out, um, alligators in the streets attacking people, so, uh, weltering weather. And it was exactly.
4: You know, when he left, he said, Shorty, when I left, it was fine. I said, when I left, I had Catherine, a. Catherine, somebody's got a
0: muter. So, um, yeah, so we do. Where's my space station here? Hang on.
2: Do, do, do. Can y'all talk about any other impressions that you got surrounding that? Well,
0: no, we just kind of like went, oh, a mushroom cloud. And it was so, it so uh, bowled us over that we just drew it and kind of went, oh, I don't want to get into that. Let me show you some of the other examples that we've done. Um, a month ago, I don't want to make this about me. We're waiting for some of you, but since we were talking about the mushroom cloud, I we we published an archaeological event that I thought was going to make news with some bones, and I said surprising findings or admission of hidden history, uh, new human history, and they came out with a they f- found a group of humans previously unknown.
7: Yeah, so that was this fascinating.
0: Was, yeah, and then you know COVID stuff in the streets, we predicted that, and water events. So we, we have some success doing the uh, weekly events, but that's what we all saw. So that's, we don't really want to, we kind of want to tone that down. Like, okay, could be right. Could be wrong. Don't everybody go to a fallout shelter. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. We just gather the data and present it. But we should add that.
3: Um, Farsight that put out their weekly, uh, their monthly news as well. They also had similar, uh, yeah, I cloud type of things, events in in their monthly data as well. I don't know what all this means, uh, but as Dick said, yeah, it could just be a, a smaller explosion than 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 the data is indicating. To be honest, Pablo, you got your hand up. Do you want to do you want to ask something or share something while we're waiting?
10: Yeah, yeah. On that topic, when I saw that the video from Crypto Union got me thinking, I'm not sure if you've heard that sometimes many people start like sensing having dreams uh, and so on at the same time regarding something similar, like an ominous uh, sentiment or something like that. So before I saw that video, I had conversations with some people around you know, different countries, India, Philippines, so on, kind of feeling that overwhelmed. When I, I first saw the session, I was a little bit worried, you know. I live in a place where we have over 30 volcanoes, more than 10 active all the time. So so then I came up into some news that in North Korea restarted their nuclear program. And it, it came to my mind, you know, those guys blew up an entire mountain mountain last time when they were testing and it failed, right? So it makes sense that at the same time, many things are going on around that could match that. There's also another big volcano active in the South Pacific that could burst out at any moment. I'm just crossing my fingers. It's not Yellowstone or the one south to Italy. That, that's everything I want. But I just wanted to share that.
3: Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. I mean, we're hoping it's something smaller. Um, we were just, to be honest, we were just shocked because although we sometimes get some crossover in our news events, we don't usually get all the viewers getting it. And even Dennis, the host of the show, who's training in, in RV, he was doing, you know, he does the monthly news behind the scenes. And he, he, even he had the uh, the same data in, in his RV as well. So it was just a big shock to all of us at the time. And That's we have to balance a that with what we put out. Yeah, go for it.
10: Sorry, I've got a little bit of delay. So thinking about this, were you doing any, you know, like forecasting RV when 9-11 happened? Like, you know, something similar that many viewers got, you know, like something was going to happen with the planes or towers or something like
3: that? I wasn't back then. Uh, I did see that um, Farsight did did some work. Okay. Um, and they published them. I and I think uh, Prue's TDS people uh, did some uh, a year or so before as well and had some uh, planes hitting hitting buildings in the New York area.
0: We did a, we at Hawaii Remote Viewers Guild at that date, we had a Monday class. So we had 12 viewers that would go have a class and work a target every every Monday night. And it was almost always a validation target. So Monday, September 10th, 2001 we had class and we were given a blind target it was in an envelope in front of the room and we all worked it and we all all thought wow we missed this one because the target was Timothy Leary in a flotation tank and I think maybe one person had a guy in water but basically it seemed like the whole class was off and we just remember that like oh we, we didn't that 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 was just a difficult target like a guy in a box of water and nobody nobody got those gestalts so the <clears throat> the archivist cita siri gathered up all our data and then 9-11 happened and was she would file all our work so about a week later she was filing the work and she looked through it and she went oh my god the, all the viewers drew 9-11. I drew a plane hitting a building. Uh, we had Twin Towers smoking, people jumping, and the it, the whole thing was laid out. And we did the target uh, so seven at night, eight. So it would have been about eight, nine hours before the events happened. And we we picked it up. She did a presentation on that. I should dig that out sometime. But yeah, it did it. So here's the question Daz and I were considering with uh some of our big boom. The 20th anniversary of 9-11 is this month. Are they going to be replaying all that? And that will be in the consciousness, and that will be the there will be news presented of that type of stuff. So
8: it'll be yeah. a miracle if something else doesn't happen this year on that date, given all the other stuff going on.
0: Well, we'll
9: see. Mm-hmm. As mentioned, uh, TDS, uh, transdimensional systems, and Prudence Calabrese, who was the, the leader there, the teacher, she uh, did claim that she drew the um, twin towers and a plane hitting them. And John Vivanco, second in command, confirmed that. I've never seen it. And Prue didn't always tell 100% accurate, so I would have to see it. But uh, John is pretty trustworthy. Anyway, so she and she was very psychic, and it's very possible that she did do that.
3: Yeah, as as Dick was saying, we were kind of theorizing that maybe because it's September and it might be in the news a lot, you know, because because it's the 20th anniversary, that we might have been picking up with our sessions on it being one of the top news stories being in the news a lot. And that's why we were getting the uh, mushroom cloud effect. So that's, I think that's something valid that we should probably consider with that data.
0: Thank you for sharing. Strangely, I, I found
1: myself in uh, Hawaii during this month, I guess, at some point, and, uh, but I don't know what it pertained to. I don't know if it was uh, an event there, a volcano, or uh, it seemed to be some kind of supply, container ship thing, and uh, a big explosion, apparently, so
0: I guess we'll see. The volcano on the Big Island could be getting ready to go. We're having uh, earthquake swarms over there, so that might Mm -hmm. be. And supply Mm -hmm. is always a concern here because there's not not much produced here. Everything's got to come in by boat. So Mm -hmm. that's always an issue. Interesting.
9: Another one that sticks in my mind is... uh... 1996, I was just getting into remote viewing and it, this involves New York City and explosions why I'm mentioning it. Um, and the Farside Institute predicted there would be a nuclear explosion in New York City. Um, my son was going to college, at, new college in New York City at the time. And I did not know anything about uh, Farsight. So I tried to find out what I could, looked around. This is 1996 or seven, 97, I think. And I couldn't find out much but I really wasn't impressed with what I found. So my son was totally not into remote viewing or anything like it, so I didn't warn him. Fortunately, they were wrong and I'm very you know suspicious of predictions from remote viewers uh, on events like that uh, ever since. Uh, so I don't know crypto view and you guys may be doing some good stuff i i haven't I've checked out some of daz's and he knows uh it's in the book our, my evaluation of some of that yeah. um anyway so that's just another story yeah
3: yeah as i as I said to people i've charted my uh my monthly news predictions and I'm only sixty five percent accurate on my on my news predictions on on a monthly basis so you know you have to take take that into consideration.
8: Yeah. Daz, are those predictions based on a certain regional location for the month?
3: Um, no, no, because uh, in my news sessions itself, and I, I vary this month on month. I sometimes you know I sometimes look at the global top news stories, and sometimes look at uh, centric ones. So sometimes it's I look at the top U.S stories sometimes the top europe ones sometimes the top uk i don't know what guides me in making those decisions i just i just look at all all around really um and then in my i'm quite harsh in my in my analysis of all that i literally only give myself the the monthly window of the at the 30 30 plus days and i also only allow myself a two minute window to to look for the top corresponding uh, news sources on on google news and if i don't find it in that two minute window then I just mark it as a a possibility, but not not a hit kind of thing. So that's why I get the uh, 65% result.
4: Okay.
0: Daz, I still think they have longer than a 30-day shelf life. There's no cutoff in consciousness between August 31st and September 1st. I think it's it's just near future. It's like three. Hey, Daz, remember when we... uh, Recently, a, a bunch of us said there was going to be some issue with the queen making news. Yes, yeah, and they didn't just something just come out today. They leaked the the in the event of her death, the the plan. That's, and that's yeah, a, I did see know, that in the news. Death, over there,
3: her death plans have been leaked. You know, so all the all the things that are going to happen in in order were leaked to the press today. Yeah,
0: yeah, but we had all all the remote viewers had had stuff relating to the queen, so. It's an yeah. interesting, you know. Daz, here's something else. I'll, I'll can't say too much about this. When you and I were working with Courtney, and we were doing what was Courtney calling it? Uh, I forget, we, we were doing top news events. Time cross was it? Time cross, yeah. Time yeah. Cross. we were doing time cross. What was this? Like three, four years ago, five years ago. God, it's been a while. There was one that we did that we didn't publish yet you and i mailed it to courtney and courtney got a email from uh somebody in military intelligence and said can you give us more information on this and courtney got a hold of you remember this did we talk to you about that we didn't want to say too much about I'm it
3: but not sure i do no yeah.
0: okay um i know somebody that can validate email at Uh, My brother-in-law was working with a clearance and I gave him the email address. He said that that is uh, that's a real email address of somebody I traced it to there with military intelligence. So they were watching our, our work and they communicated with Courtney. So I bet that our mushroom cloud stuff is being well analyzed right now. Maybe it could be prevented. Now, that would be good so that's another possibility so
3: well the the way the NSA track everything uh, including the zoom chats uh, wouldn't surprise me
0: yep
4: we can tell you the gum that you're chewing at any given time unfortunately we can't tell you that an entire country is about to be overthrown under our nose
0: (laughs) (laughs) well interesting times that's part of a bigger plan. I'm going to do a YouTube video on that when we're done with this. I'm just writing it right now of what. Um, yeah, that, that didn't surprise the real people that are in charge of things.
3: Well, sorry, guys, about this. I'm still getting no response from Joe. And I think several people here have tried to phone him as well. And there's no response on the phones from him.
8: Yeah, but if we can kill seven or eight more minutes then just in case he messed up the time zone. Yeah, yeah. I tried I
3: tried
8: calling
4: on I tried calling three different numbers and I can't get any. Couldn't get anything. Yep. No answer on all either right. one.
2: Let's all close our eyes and set an intention <laughs> okay. for him to be here. Know-
4: Whenever you were talking about the um, remote viewing that you all did where you were getting an event that was going to happen and it looked like a mushroom cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had lunch with John Peterson yesterday and I don't know if you all know who John Peterson is, but he's a futurist and he owns the Arlington Institute and he's been affiliated with the... um, with the U S military Navy for a long time. He was up for secretary of Navy twice. He he noticed the viewing on that. So he's just, he's watching it to see if anything happens. I just thought I'd let you know.
3: Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Excellent. We'll see what comes out on that
4: one. Person. He watches, he he watches, he follows the, what you're the crypto viewing.
6: Right.
0: It's like, I don't... Daz, I think you feel probably the same way I do. It's like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to put that. I don't want to have my name associated. Like, yeah. do we really want to publish this?
3: I did ask that at the time. I was like, oh. And, we, and to be honest, we've had we had some quite bad kind of predictive stuff before the whole COVID thing came out that we, uh, we were getting it for months that we didn't really know what to do with as well. And we were having... Quite a lot of meetings saying, Well, what do we do? All this information looks like really grim stuff going. There's no people on the streets. There's no one at any sports events. We couldn't work out why we were looking at sports events a year ahead and we couldn't see anyone at sports events. But with those, we were, yeah, I don't think we released a lot of that stuff either.
0: Yeah, I remember those debriefs when we were looking at like the floral parade in Hawaii, a, 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 a sport event. Uh, Macy's Macy's parade um, and the, the parade in uh, New York and n- we didn't we didn't see anything and we were going come on we're just off this this how how would they cancel all these things You're we, we I, did, I, in, you, said, to us.
5: you say I'm looking at this parade but there are no life forms something's wrong yeah
0: yeah, yeah. interesting um, oh I wonder have I a wonder a cross-section uh, of remote remote viewers that, how many people in the remote viewing community are involved with or interested in cryptocurrencies? I'm just curious. You all you all uh, following cryptos? Yeah.
4: I am. I am. Is anybody following Meta1?
0: And some of you have- We growings. run
2: uh, crypto targets on the Discord. We actually have a channel dedicated to it yeah. called Financial Perception. Right now, we're really just banning uh, uh, solo.
8: I got some good activity on that channel. I should get some people in here? I can put out the invite.
3: Yeah, yeah if you can put a, a link to the, uh, the Reddit channels and the Discord channels in the, in the chat window for everyone, that'd be great. Yeah. The, an invite link second. to
8: the Discord has been shared already. Uh, I, can, I can paste it again in a minute.
3: So. I'll get it right oh, now. Um, Carl, did you want to ask a question?
8: No no I haven't got my hat. Well I was there was one thing I wanted to say. You know Angela could probably answer Don's question about ERV because she's got the, got a lot of it in that. If we could Where is Angela? She's disappeared now.
3: Yeah. She might be on <laughs> she might be trying the phone again I guess.
8: Yeah. I wanted
10: to ask
9: uh, if Gail Cusick uh, who's here would be willing to say something about what she and her group have been up to lately. All right. Gail, hey, John.
6: Uh, uh, I am here. Uh, I don't have any projects to talk about right now. <laughs> oh,
9: no. Oh, <laughs> well, I tried. Okay.
4: But
3: thank you.
9: <laughs>
3: all right. Pablo, go ahead. Uh, you've got something you want to share or ask?
10: Yeah, I would like to ask something, Dick, if he's is all right with that, just if sure. it's possible. but long time ago, and practically, I would say in a good way, it's your fault, I ended up, you know, checking DAS's site. I was researching a little bit on, on Hawaiian-style RV and found that with the little information I had that there's a part that was similar to RV or borrowed from ERV techniques that was used, you know, to, to initialize the, the contact with the target. So I'm not sure if I got it wrong, but is it possible for you to share anything on that?
0: yeah the method i use it's designed to take you from an alert uh, beta state to a theta state so when you um, start the procedure you're in a you're in a completely alert conscious beta state and in that state your target contact is limited to a second and a half you can't Anything past a second and a half is is um, imagination. imagination. So you begin by writing the target ID, and the first thing we do is we look at a place we call blackboard for a second and a half, and draw any impressions, anything that comes to us, and very quickly you're you're doing it uh, with a cadence that is. Very, very fast. Write the word ideogram, page, run, your name, colon, draw a line, do the thing, boom, boom. And then you make ideograms. So you're probing ideograms for low-level data. Is it simplex or complex? Is it moving or is it at rest, you know, static or dynamic? So you're in that rapid fire, completely conscious state. And then we're probing the ideograms and we're looking for a quick visual. And then you want to know the sounds and the smells and tastes, the temperatures and the textures. So you're in that alert rapid fire uh, state of mind. And in in about 15 minutes into that, it's like when you're reading a book, you get caught up in the data. So now you're getting a, a dwell time where you're able to have a little more target contact and you've, you've gone from beta alert consciousness to alpha consciousness. It's that daydreaming. It's like, you're kind of aware of drawing the stuff and being there, but half the time, the target is coming to you. So we do about 20 pages, S1 through S4. And then at S5, we're trained to put down the pen, do a little thing where we block off our visual uh, uh, optic nerve, do a breathing exercise that brings you to a complete stop. And that's a gateway to ERV. So the HRVG method is meant to begin on that alert conscious, but every there's no time in the session where you have a moment to sit there and ponder and think about this or that while you have your pen in your hand and and you're doing that transition to the other brain state. And then you're supposed to be monitored i don't want to i'm not trying to give a whole course in the methodology but it it does employ erv and that's called s5 morpheus or s5 monitored and what when you get to that point you give all of your 20 pages to a monitor and the monitor is looking at your work and you're doing a cool down thing where you're doing a breathing a visualization exercises that that drives you to that hypnotic state, and then the monitor recites the target ID and then asks you very simple questions about your target. So, it it encompasses both all the brain states a full session. So long-winded answer. Sorry to take up so much time.
10: Well, thank you very much for sharing. That's
9: really enlightening. I wanted to add something about ERV. That's what we're talking about, right? ERV. Yeah. Yeah, Um, two things. One is that Angela Thompson Smith teaches a a rather loose version of ERV. I haven't taken that. But what I did take was John Herlovsky's David Morehouse type ERV, which is highly structured, and he may still be giving that. And in fact, you sort of uh, cram in like sardines into a room, and that's considered an important part of the um, method. And then you have a cool down that you listen to, and Morehouse uh, does a really good... uh, cool down for 20 minutes or so. And then you sort of go through these stages. They have these mental constructs that you build um, almost like the Stargate movie where there's a a thing that you go through and allegedly you can get and see other people there with you. I never got to that stage, but John Herlovsky claims he has and that you can. It was quite an interesting course. Um, I didn't find it was particularly suitable for me compared to TDRV. But just as in the unit, some people preferred ERV and some people did not. Like Mel Riley, liked ERV a lot. I understand. Anyway, that's just another thing to add to the thing about ERV.
0: Did you did you train with Morehouse? I did not know. Oh. I've always been impressed with his students. Hitomi was uh, trained by uh, Morehouse. So
9: uh, Rick and also Sandra Hilliard also went to Morehouse after previous training. Yeah.
0: And they're both good viewers too. Yeah. He's, he's one guy I'd, I've never talked to him. I'd like to talk to him. I have I've great respect for him.
3: I'm trying to arrange for him to come on and do a chat. I'm talking to some of his people right now. So hopefully Wiggy uh, might be able to get that going sometime in the near future.
7: Yeah, I also went through Morehouse's training for ERV and it's actually really good. Um, I mixed it between the uh, uh, it's the Morehouse stuff along with the gateway program, which is also, it's very similar, but some of the results I've seen from other people have gone through it and some of the results I've gotten just from going through that training have been uh, really good. Uh, one of the things that I'm working on just as a side project, I mean, so my full focus is uh, using that particular method for seeing the visual of the graph uh, of a market in the ERV session through that structure. And I've had actually some pretty decent results as well as seeing uh, very vivid, detailed numbers and dates as well. Um, so it's something can I've you, only done a little bit of, but I've had some tremendous hits. Uh, can you with it can you
0: look at a graph of a crypto target? Have you tried that?
7: I have, yeah. No, I my biggest win in crypto was uh, seeing a graph of bitcoin about in 2019 before the big covid rug pull and yeah. uh, i got the exact date where the high would be before that well, which was february
0: be, 13th <laughs> working with crypto viewing and you should get <laughs> of,
7: no yeah, i mean me
0: if you can do that and i believe you can that's a good skill
7: yeah, I, it's definitely I, something I, I, want, do, I need
0: to do more practice on, but it's. Uh, Daz, is, I, Daz is quite uh, good at that. A lot of Daz's graphs have come out. Um, Daz was doing graphs like two years ago, I think some years, Daz. And I was, you know, you'd present them, and I kind of, oh, whatever. And then we looked two years later and wow, you, you were right.
9: Yeah, we we have some of Daz's graphs in our book w- where you started experimenting and he's not the only one, um, Julia Mossbridge and John Vivanco also did some experiments with simple sort of trying to draw the graphs and Deborah herself and had a client too, uh, where and in fact Julia Mossbridge called it Wowsing, W-O-W-S-I-N-G, her husband gave it that name um, because I guess she drew a W or something like that or yeah. it's, it's very impressive and it's very quick. So it's almost like simultaneously several people around yeah. the world started doing this same method. So it's, and it certainly has a lot of promise, too. I think so, yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, Niamh's getting some great stuff at the moment. He's doing, uh, if I'm correct, on this daily charting of Bitcoin movements, which are quite accurate.
8: Yeah, they're getting some good results. that uh, Got the high dates, a couple of high dates and low dates, like the highest day of the month, lowest day of the month.
3: Maybe we uh, can get you to put up an example to show the guys.
8: Um, yeah, sure. Let me get something.
3: Uh, and Niall, I, I, we haven't talked about how you're doing it in the process. Are you doing the entire month, day by day, uh, ahead of the month?
8: Yeah, yeah. So at um, near the end of the month, uh, I'm doing each day up, down, or no change. And then uh, kind of like pr- dowsing for the right. highs and lows throughout the month. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, let me share this. Can I do that?
3: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you should be able to share screen, okay?
2: All right.
4: Yeah,
8: Share desktop here. so this was uh for july i think so yeah this was in july um so like the up and down arrows were <clears throat> my prediction my my you know my remote viewing of whether the daily movement would be up or down and um and then the candles are the actual um what actually happened and i had here in week three i had these three days here where i said it would be the monthly low and that was that was the mo- monthly low and i just noticed that there, there's moments where it's like you know when you get on signal and you kind of can feel kind of like that this the information's coming through it's like certain parts where it's like the uptick here near the end of the month it's like i find there's a lot of uh consistent hits it'll be like a, a A cluster of hits you know what I mean so still trying to like kind of get better at the high and low thing it's like some month I hit the high some month I hit the low but it's like I haven't got both at once so I'm just working on it it might be that it's it's maybe just easier to tell when there's a lot of action as opposed to the actual top or the actual bottom but yeah I'm working on uh, I'm working on like a template for that
0: let me tell you all something about Naeem. Naeem just did a target for me. I can't disclose yet. Daz has still got to do a little bit more on it. It is one of the most, it is going to rock your world. I've seen so many thousands of remote viewing sessions and Naeem did something on a really significant target that is, I, I may not put that out Naeem until uh first week of October because we want to do a real presentation on it, but, you guys, stand by for Naim did one of the classic sessions in remote viewing. I can't say anything more, but, uh,
2: it's, but you're such it's a tease. Really,
0: it's <laughs> I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll be teasing it. You'll hear about it in about you know, four weeks. I I want to I want to Naeem, I got to interview you about that, and then we'll. Uh, but it's uh it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. name is uh one of the up-and-coming talents i was you know we've all we've all remote viewed you know and we all get the that rush of you have a target id and you work it blind you get you get the feedback and look at your data and you go wow how did i do that that's cool but what's even is impressive to me is when you task a target and you task a target that like well could viewers get this you know and you know that you're the only person in the world that knows what that target is. And you know that you've, you've kept it as your own little secret and you give out the target ID. And then Naeem sends me a session and I go, God, did he hack my computer or like, like Naeem, send me a little bit more about that. And then just God, it's like, wow, this not only works, it really friggin works. So, wow. That's going to be a fun one. We'll probably have a whole discussion on this one.
8: I had a if friend. He's going to be a target, and uh, I drew it like exactly. And he was—he didn't really know much about remote viewing, and he—he uh, he actually thought I hacked his computer. Like he was convinced that I, that's the only way I could have—I could have done that. So it was, it's funny.
5: Uh, come on, Dick. you got to share that with us now. <laughs> Can't leave us in limbo
0: like that. Uh, I out of. <laughs> I want Daz to be part of the presentation, and I need a little more data from Daz. I shouldn't have said anything about it, but it it's, you will all like it. <laughs> yeah, you'll all like it. Is is uh, Naim? You did a good job on that one, and Naim, I heard you did a good job on the uh, current uh, op target for crypto viewing too. You smoked me on it, so I need to do some more work. I got a, on my work.
9: Since we're talking about Naeem, Naeem, would you be willing to say something about that video that you put up on Drawing and if that's going to be available on YouTube or someplace? Yeah, yeah,
8: it's on my, it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, I did, I did like a little presentation on uh, art, like t- stages of development in art and children and kind of like the parallels in remote viewing drawing and art and uh the whole presentation is kind of about uh taking remote viewing visuals and the arts the drawing and remote viewing towards a, a greater state of realism uh because like in child's art development uh if they can't reach a certain state of realism then they stop uh developing it they give up on it it's not interesting anymore so the, the kind of like the parallels I'm drawing in that presentation is like for the further development of remote viewing, uh, the, the art has to move more towards a realistic realism perspective than uh, a completely symbolic uh, type of thing. So, yeah, it's on my YouTube. Uh, I, I'll put a link in the, um, in the description there.
0: Naeem, pull, pull up the one you just did on our debrief of the people carrying people through the floodwater. You know that one? The people carrying people on their back. I, I think all remote viewers should take art lessons. Uh, for me, a big uh, thing that I did was like, I looked up, how do you draw um, dimension? Like if you see a city, how do you correctly make the, the um, buildings look real? Or the human body, how do you draw a human face? You know. Go on, you can go online and on YouTube, see, oh, how do you make the oval? Where do you place the eyes? Where does the nose? There's a certain um symmetry and you know, like a, one third of the way down is the lips. If you learn how to draw a human face, that's gonna help your remote viewing. If things like uh, could you draw two people carrying someone on their backs? And Naeem's gonna put that up. I remember when you presented that, like you practice that naeem you here's his sketch yeah so that has more impact to me and when you see a news story where it it looks like that like you you had to put some thought into that right naeem i can't you're Did muted you-
8: yeah. Um, like once you see something, uh, like you see the shape of someone's body, like you can immediately feel it yourself. You know what I mean? You can e- easily like put yourself in their shoes. So it's like, it's like you see it, but then drawing it is the, the next challenge. Cause when you try and draw human forms, like unless you train yourself, you're going to end up drawing it wrong. You know what I mean? So it's like, you kind of have to like, I usually like act it out myself, kind of put my body in that position to, bring into my mind how it would look so it's it, it gets kind of complicated but yeah it kind of brings more information i just
6: um, started to i took a doodling class recently that helped a lot because i like no artistic so even that on youtube there's tons of doodling and they'll you know they show the human form all those things and just the little sketches that you can make that way makes it so simple um so that might help people a lot, too.
0: Yeah, I I, I remember doing a target one time for a uh, homework target. And I got this real brief visual of like this children climbing a hill, you know, and I and I it I saw it for like two seconds. And then I went, oh, how do I draw that? You know, and I, I was looking in the mirror like how, how to put your arms and legs and I was watching myself to recreate what I'd seen and the target was monkey island it was some little little uh place where monkeys were and they were climbing this thing so I had seen it but you know if you look at something for two seconds to be able to get that ability to capture that visual and then take it to paper it really helps if you uh yeah, train. Like what does, uh? I saw, I came awareness on target and I was underneath an airplane. I was under the hull and the wings were here. Like, How the hell do you draw that? You know? Um, so I I really am big on just go to YouTube and say how to draw, you know?
9: Another facet of
0: this is that,
9: uh, and uh, Naeem raises this, is that You know, Ingo in Natural ESP talks about picto language that there's a natural language that people of all cultures use to to draw, uh, and there are simple shapes and so forth. And he gives lots of examples of that from mental radio and other places. And Naeem is saying, look, um, you know, maybe we can do a lot better than that. Maybe we can get real realistic drawings. And in fact, unless we do, uh, we're not going to get into the Places in the society that we really want to. So there's this about drawing on the right side of the brain and other ways to increase one's ability. Um, you can still get, you know, important information from simple drawings. I'm a terrible artist and, and I was always always told in TDS that those are the most valuable parts of my sessions. But still, I think Naeem has a great point that we should try to uh take classes or whatever to increase our ability to to draw
6: for sure when i did that doodle class i I guess it was i mean just ended it was only three weeks so it's real fresh in my mind but what really helped was just there was like a basic alphabet of you know there's an arc and there's a circle and there's an oval and there's a rectangle and it was like oh i never thought about like everything can be drawn from those shapes and um if you're not an actual artist, that's not such an obvious thing. It's like, oh, there's a little alphabet to this drawing thing. And uh, you know, to go from there, I, I thought it was really helpful. So if anybody else just like right. just can't draw My dad
1: was an art teacher and he taught art, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Of course, he's still painting. And uh, but I, I'll say it a million times before, and even Yam told me this too, and he was right, but I'd kind of forgotten it go get Betty Edwards drawing course. It's like $12 US and you can get the video and it's excellent. And this really answers uh, Mr. Sorry, Flyin Hawaiian, um, uh, Mr. Aguirre's question. When you see it in your mind, how can you get that thing on it? So if you do get a course for 12 bucks and I'm not making money off of it, make one of these at home. It's basically just a, a letter sized piece of paper and then I've put paper around it framed it and then there's a you can't see it on the video but there's a black line that crosses like this you're going to need one of these but I promise you because I've seen it in my own drawing I used to draw like Basquiat and of course I love him he's an amazing guy but he was into the childlike style and now I can draw realistic from whatever you're looking at because of course with these things you practice actually looking at 3D and and pulling stuff out. So if you mix oh, that- wait, with, wait. How, so how do you use that? You look at
0: something and you- uh, Yeah. First, Dick, so it's you like have you, to if you're gonna course. draw the dimensions of the room, the guitar behind you and the door. You turn yeah. around and you put the frame- Here,
1: I'll show you. I'll show you this quick. But you have to take the course, Dick. It's only an hour. You'll love okay.
0: it. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. That this is good okay, advice. So I, this? I really- What's yeah. this?
8: One I took,
1: man, I'm looking at something. I got my felt marker. I got yeah. my glass. And I just outline it like that. So then once I got the outline, then I have my outline here and I can put it on paper. But that's only one of the exercises. She's got like six. And when you practice them, your drawing goes right through the roof and you can pull things out from your head or things you actually see. What's that called again? uh, Drawing from the right side of the brain. I put the thing and I'll send it to you. Oh, I I had that book. It's the video. You got to get the video course. (laughs) Okay. and it comes with stuff you can, like this I made. But if you want, if you got cash, because I know you got Bitcoin and you're Hawaii, buy the toolkit. Get them to send you the toolkit. Because then when you got it, you can just fly right off and take it without having to modify stuff at home.
10: And just as a side note there, when I started learning formally RV, the teacher I had, he didn't start with RV. His first sessions were actually drawing and he used exercises from these books so he he got all, all the five of us that were in that training team, you know, doing exercises progressively, and he was basically like teaching us how to perceive, how to express what we were perceiving. Right. Once we finished that part, and he gave feedback, and we did some tweaking and practicing, then is when we started with actual RV. And then I I teach uh, the same RV lessons for for uh, probably one year and a half. And I had a control group, one that didn't go, went through that training, previous training or pre-training, and the the ones that did, and the difference was really good. You know, the the ones that went through that, you know, it it was amazing what they were doing. And the other ones were struggling a little bit with with how to express data. They were receiving it, but they were having a hard time, like, expressing it. And I'm talking a bunch of uh, engineers like, like me that could at the beginning only draw figure sticks and try to say... Let's think this rectangle is a circle because I can't draw it any better. But it really works.
6: Yeah, that's brilliant. So good.
0: That's really interesting. That's, that's good data. Thank you.
6: Could I share my now screen? That's, I, I
0: think remote viewers should be taught to draw.
8: Could I share my screen for a sec? Yeah, go for it. Uh, this is, I'll just show like a couple slides from the, the that video I was talking about. And this is just kind of ties in with the uh, learning how to draw. Um, learning, like to, to learn how to draw, really what you're doing is you're learning how to know what to look for when you're going to draw, right? So like we all see the same thing. Like we're all looking at a person. We're, we all see the person. But when you go to draw the person, that's when all the results vary, right? Some people won't be able to draw the person. Some people will. So really learning how to draw is learning how to look for certain things in an image and you're drawing those things you are kind of like breaking down the image into into different layers or parts and so um he, he, this is like um these are the things that you look for like when you're when you're drawing an image like contour drawings uh that's like a line that's shared by two different things so like when you're looking at something in, in you know, your regular state of consciousness, it's like, I'm looking at the computer screen, the air around the computer screen is not considered a thing. You know what I mean? That's just air. That's just space. But when you're drawing, the space around something is the border. It's, it's shared with the space around it. So if you mess up the line on one side, it's going to mess up an, another object that's tied to it. And you know, your mind has a name for each object. So like the, the image on the bottom left, uh, it's like students sitting at a desk. It's like, if you try to draw that without looking for the contour lines, it's gonna be really, really hard and complicated.
1: You're a drawing.
8: Yeah, you, you probably won't be I able to do mean. it. Or for drawing your hand. Like they say, drawing your hand is the hardest thing. That's because it has all these organic shapes and no, nothing's really, it's hard to like latch onto anything because uh, you, you're you're you have a symbol in your mind for what a hand looks like right you know a hand has five fingers it has to be like this the thumb looks like this but when you're actually seeing something in three dimensions from a different perspective it, it like foreshortening and stuff like that it, it's hard to draw those without breaking it down into these pieces so it's like contour drawings negative spaces and positive forms so like You wouldn't go in here trying to draw this goat or this ram by saying, "Uh, Now it's time to draw the horn. Now it's time to draw the nose. You would actually have to look at it as just this outline, you know, this positive form and a negative space. So, and then, and then kind of like what Dick was talking about earlier, like seeing things in perspective, like how it actually looks if you were seeing it in real life. So, lights and shadows, these are the things that you look for when you're drawing to make something look realistic and so once you once you realize that um it's like in remote viewing here's some like remote viewing stuff that i've done it's like these are the things you see in remote viewing like when i'm probing for visuals it's like i'm seeing negative spaces and positive forms like that's a very common thing see like an outline of of someone um, you see contour. Sometimes I see a contour drawing that's like a very detailed bunch of lines that you can't really tell what it is until you draw it out. And then you're kind of like, oh, that, that kind of looks like something. So, like, he- here's some examples of um, contour drawings and negative spaces and positive forms in remote viewing. And um, some stuff here on like perspective, seeing things in perspective, um, depth you know, a point of view, like once you see something, now you got to learn how to draw it. So it's like, there's like always another challenge. So like, even once you get a visual now, if you can't draw it, if you can't see it for what it is, be able to break it down. Kind of like in those stages I was talking about and then draw it. It's like a whole nother challenge again. So yeah, it's important that, uh, you know, learning how to see, and, and and at the same time, learning how to draw is important for, you know, remote viewing to kind of, like, take it to a to a level where it's, like, people won't be able to do the whole multiple interpretation thing or say it's vague, you know what I mean? Once we have uh, m- more things like that, it'll kind of just be self-evident, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's what we need to, like, strive for in, well, in that, the long run.
0: Yeah, that knowing the basics, like, I remember learning about, the vanishing point when you're drawing perspectives, like just knowing that there's a, you draw a horizon, every line is gonna go to that vanishing point and your buildings will look like, oh God, I never learned that in school. But then there's times when you just let go, where you just, there's times when you have to just let your hand go and I'll give you an example of one. This is not a good drawing, but I saw that guy. I mean, I, and that you could pretty much pick him out of a lineup with that. And that was kind of, that was not drawing skill that did that. That was letting my subconscious guide, guide the hand. So it's a fine line between both, but yeah, the more drawing skills you have, the better you're going to do, I think. Thanks guys for sharing those. We've had some hands up for a while. Uh, I just want to
3: say uh, it doesn't look like Joe's going to come now. I've sent various emails and we're way past uh, what would be a a time difference. And people have tried to phone as well. So we can only hope that, you know, he's fine and he's just forgotten or something strange has happened there. But so yeah, we'll we'll carry on anyway, because we're sharing some really great information here. So uh, yeah, I just want to say sorry for this, everyone. Um, We're trying to arrange it for another date, but we'll carry on sharing. And I know Carl's had his hand up
2: for a long time. Sorry, Carl. No, no, of course. Thanks, thanks very much, Daz. Um, I feel like I'm an intruding on a, a bunch of friends, so thanks for tolerating um, somebody that doesn't know how to remove view or just trying to figure this out. Um, so the one, the one thing that I, I actually, uh, Brett, uh, I, I tried uh, some of Brett's, uh, one of Brett's videos, and I had one one uh, experience that I thought was just really profound, and it was really unique. And I, I think my first question as a novice is, is to ask if there's a difference between two-person remote viewing and and just thanks being for on listening to
0: the signal line I don't feel like a I remote had viewing podcast I feel like, don't forget to um, check out remoteview.com for, for remote viewing with, resources or
2: our videos on experience. YouTube like, under Remote, remote view but I don't know how to go, go back to that kind of state. So two person versus one one person being on your own is there a difference? Is it is it one mean, better? Sorry, difference?
3: what do you mean by two person? Do you mean uh, having a monitor to have to to see you through the process, or do you mean two people viewing the same target?
2: Like a person walking you through the process, asking, um, kind of like to walk you through what you know to not get stuck. To, to be, you know, I, I just remember watching some of the the Russell Targ videos uh, and, um, how he would guide his, um, viewers is that it don't, doesn't seem like that's this though. Um, that- no,
6: it, is, it is monitors. I mean, it started out using monitors and I think it's very useful. So, but people do it both ways.